Welcome to Keepers of the Word. We're an esoteric study group of Freemasons. Our purpose is sharing knowledge of mystery schools and debunk debunking misconceptions about Freemasonry. You're here with Mike and Ron. Thank you for tuning in. Any of the opinions expressed on Keepers of the Word do not reflect the opinions of other organizations or Masonic lodges. They're ours only. Good morning. Good morning. So, this episode we are talking about we are talking about psychedelics, hallucinogenics, um, experiences with such, personal experiences with such. Um, we're here on an annual pilgrimage, if you will. This is the first time in this location. Um, it's a really, really cool little western town. We're standing in the uh, saloon of western town right now. So um, it's going to be an interesting weekend. It's already started off well. Um, I think that sets the tone for the journey, you know, getting getting to a place where you feel comfortable. The energy, I think the energy is very, very important. Um, then, you know, planning your day out and doing those things and braving the weather because it's hella cold over here. Pretty chilly. Uh, but other than that, when you have good people, um, you have good you know a good experience planned out and of course moving forward you're expected to have a great journey um i believe the last couple times we did this there were they were all in different locations and each one is special in its own way um you know growing up when when you are introduced to you know, psychedelics you, know, you probably don't have a guide and i think it's like really important to, to have one, especially going down that journey or that path, because it could get pretty intense, uh, especially if you don't watch dosage or if you don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, absolutely. Um, I think the, and I, and I was not, a, I was not a young guy when I was doing mine. My first psychedelic experience was three years ago, four years ago. First time, first Yucca. time, yeah. When we, were, Valley. When we were at Yucca Valley out and actually closer to Joshua Tree, and we had the big boulders right immediately yeah. behind the house that we uh, that was my very first experience. So, you know, I was in my 40s when like mid 40s when, yeah. I, when I did it, and um, the rocks were angry, the rocks were dicks, <laughs> they were angry, they had a negative energy that I didn't like, but um, but yeah, definitely having a guide and and uh, you know. It felt like we had one with us that was there that sometimes could be serious and sometimes could be quite the Joker. So Loki, man. Yeah, and he was definitely the Joker Loki the second time we were out. <laughs> I think every every experience is unique. Um, understanding the dynamics of who you're with and what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, for me, I think it's understanding fear in general. Whatever Whatever's in front of you, deal with it. You, you've probably been putting it off all year, whatever that may be. Um, but you need to deal with it. You need to step up to it and you need to go through it, um, get through it and try to persevere, be vigilant. Uh, when you're done with that trip and you know, whatever you went through, you feel super empowered. You feel that you've accomplished something and now you're focused. Now, unfortunately that focus doesn't last forever, but it, it, it gives you a sense of accomplishment, a sense of, of being a purpose of yeah. direction. Because you feel, I feel like you 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 connect with everything, and you you realize, 
you're not your fucking khakis. You know, you're not you're not here to just earn money and die. Um, there's more to this life than than just that. I think understanding that you know we are all connected and you know there's a greater purpose is what really living life is to me. And having these you know these retreats and these purges, I, I think is super beneficial um, mentally and physically. You know, yeah, you put your body through a lot, but at the same time, you you're kind of you're kind of getting these these this negative out of you and you're expelling it and it's you won't accept it anymore and you move on you you, you transcend you ascend you're on a different plane a different level um that's that's my take on psychedelics um everybody probably has a different view of what they are but that's my take and i'm not here to down anybody else's view just and, and you know, it's it's not for everyone. Um, no. I, there's a recent article that just came out about the likelihood of having psychosis with using marijuana on a daily basis. So, you know, obviously any kind of psychedelic can lend to some type of psychosis. And I think that it takes a strong psychonaut to be able to know that you're going to journey through through psychosis and be able to come back from it. So people that are people that are prone to psychosis or people that take, you know, medication for for depression or for whatever, if you're taking Prozac or something like that, this might not be for them. You yeah, know, because, it might be too much for you. Because they're they're already dealing with they're already I think they already struggle with dealing with parts of their psyche that the psychonaut is able to manage through. So I think being, being very, you know, know, knowing what you're doing, um, if you already have mental issues and whatever those issues are, I'm not trying to, you know, downplay anybody, Absolutely. just whatever those issues are, maybe you shouldn't do this. No. You know, the, this isn't an answer because yeah. it can make it worse. Uh, for those of you that feel, you know, no, I'm, I'm fine. Um, but I want to, I want to extend my journey, my, my spiritual journey. This is definitely a catalyst to that. Uh, it's, it's very humbling. Um, it, it's a really, really raw experience. It's something that you'll never forget. And each one that I've had, uh, ever since we started four years ago has been unique and I've taken something different from each, each one. So I'm looking forward to what we have in store this weekend. Um, it, it's looking like another it's 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 looking fun because we're we set it up in this cool little western town where you know we got koi ponds we got we have a peacock farm yeah i mean it's it's really nice out here and that's kind of like the what we want we want to be able to set ourselves in an environment where one we're not going to be bothered setting and two we're at peace and and set. beauty the beauty mm -hmm. right the beauty of nature uh communing with nature being one with nature i think that's very very important um now, do we want to move on to some questions if anybody's on this early? No, normally we don't go on this early, but we have, we have plenty of people. We got plenty of people. So let cool. me let me see what we got going on. And we'll you know, some and, questions. And, and I'll fill in in the meantime, you know, we we're talking about sometimes this isn't a fun experience. No. But you do it because the benefits that you get out of it are so worth it. Definitely not. Like I want to say the last two were very, very hard for me. And you, you I've experienced, expressed that to you guys. I, I feel like mm -hmm. I, 
I went through a lot because I was probably going through a lot. So whatever you're going through, that's that's kind of what you're going to face at that moment. It's going to be intense. Don't have a choice. It's like you're it's in your face. You got to deal with it and you got to get through it because there's no there's no there's no like. I want off. Yep. <laughs> there's no, you're strapped. There's no, once, once you're strapped into the roller coaster, you're not getting off there's, until there's, the ride's done. They're not, turkey, they're not turning it off. That's it. The worst trip, the better the outcome. You know what? That is possible because there was one time where we were, me and you, at Coulterville, we were both, like, heavy. And since... That happened. Um, I feel nothing was that that strong. Or nothing was that crazy, uh, other than other than that trip. I feel that trip itself was so heavy for me that I, I thought I was going to lose lose my mind at some point, you know. And then I started coming down, gradually coming down, and then I, I gained this confidence. So yes, the worse it is. I felt super empowered afterwards. I felt like, wow, I, I did something awesome, you know. I think the last last time we went out when we were back in Yucca um, was the toughest for me. And I think I personally believe that it was because I was physically ill. I had a cold. I wasn't feeling well. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have good energy. And when I went on the journey, it was the toughest journey <laughs> that I had done to, of the four. Yeah, you looked like you were sacrificing yourself to and, the gods <laughs> and and yeah it was hard but i definitely got something out of it was that i learned that i need the state of mind i need to be in when it comes time to do this journey yeah i think uh it's different for everybody it's just be prepared you know have a good team around you look after each other most important um and be safe understand dosage man like even an eighth, I feel, is just too much, man. I think that's that's just somebody may disagree with me, but that's okay. For me, that's way too. I think half of that, if you're going to start, half of, of an eighth would probably do you good. For starts, absolutely. Yeah, to do you good, start to lower to learn. and then you decide from there. But a whole not. That's going to send you off the deep end and. You might not have a good experience. Terrence, it's all about having a good experience. Ter- Terrence McKenna said five grams of dried shrooms was the uh, was the magic number for ego death. And um, somebody just asked a that breakthrough. Right so yeah. So do you undergo ego death because of it? And I'm sorry, what was your answer right there? Well, like like I was just saying, um, Terrence McKenna claimed five grams was that magic number for for psilocybin. And personally, I haven't gotten there yet. That's that's I'm a goal good. for me. <laughs> it's a goal for me. I like. I want to get there. But um, and and you know, after talking with um, Lon from the last from the last episode that we were on, listening to being able to do a practice of yoga and Kabbalah and and be able to get to a point where you have ego death. You know, I I'd say I'm probably more inclined to head. The meditation route to to try to to do the ego death than I would be on huh. psychedelics, but you know it's the goals goals still out. There. That's cool. I mean, me personally, I think I'm going the other way around because I started very young. I started doing this when I probably shouldn't have, you know. And of course, at that time, I, I didn't have anybody guiding me. Now that I'm older, 
I feel like I don't really need to go that far anymore. I feel like just a little bit's good enough for me, and that's where I'm at, you know, and I'm fine with it. So, you know, to each their own, right? There is no wrong. Just be safe. Most important is safety first. Absolutely. Yeah. So if there's any other questions we have, um, you know, we normally don't go this early. I'll talk about Peru if you want. About, um, about ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah sure. Definitely. No um, I, had, I had a chance year before last in 2017, the summertime. Um, I took a trip to South America with my daughter and we started, we started, we met in Cusco and we're there for two days to acclimate to the elevation. And then we decided to go on a, on a three day trek to South, across South Thai, which is one of the highest peaks in Peru, um, on our journey to go to Machu Picchu. So that was the beginning of that trip. And when we wound up in, um, we wound up in La Paz. We found um, we found a, a lady that was involved in doing ayahuasca ceremonies, and we went and met with her at the offices there in La Paz. And um, it was a good feeling. We we immediately connected with her. the The pre interview she did was really to determine what our psychological state was and what we were there for, and what we hoped to accomplish, and. Um, even just talking with her was pretty cathartic. You know, we had a little bit of a purge just chatting with her. I know my daughter came out and she was crying and I kind of, I kind of got into some deep stuff too when I was talking with her, but uh, we determined this was going to be the right, the right person to deal with, the right group to go with. So um, we went out to the hills in, in Bolivia to a resort called Alcamari and pretty much had most of the place to ourselves. We had, there was one other, uh, one other guy that was traveling from Poland that was with us. And um, we did the whole weekend retreat thing where we got meals and they had, um, you know, like domiciles for us to sleep in. And uh, then on the second night there, the shaman came in about eight o'clock and we, he brought, he brought probably close to 10 people with him. It was around 13, somewhere between 13 and 15 people total that went into the circle and decided to uh, take the ayahuasca and the, and the shaman had an assistant and he and his assistant also did, took the, uh, took the medicine as well. And it was, you know, it was a pretty standard uh, journey of about six hours, you know, between four and six hours on the whole thing. And um, was it rough? It was absolutely rough. There's, um, there was four different journeys that our shaman talked about that they that could be possible: a spiritual, an emotional, and, and I forget the other ones. But um, you know, he said the, that that mother I madre ayahuasca will take you on the journey that you need to go on, and that there will be some kind of a purge. And for most people, that purge is vomiting. A lot of people, they give you a freaking chum bucket, and and a lot of people are throwing up. You can hear it in the tent. You can hear people. It's not a tent. It's more of a mud hut, kind of a like a womb, an, uh, uh, an earthly womb, so that we can rebirth when we're coming out of there. But, um, yeah, my my purge was tears. Luckily, I didn't. I think I did well with the, with the diet they recommended, and, and um, 
I think my body was prepared to take the medicine. But my perch was tears, and I definitely had an emotional journey. Um, it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Um, it was it was beautiful. It was it was scary. It was it was lots of emotions in one. And after after checking across Salkin Tai, I had stated that that was the most physically and psychologically difficult thing I had ever done because the elevation there, Cusco alone is over two miles up. And then once you're crossing South Kentai, it's like 12,000, something like that. So it's, it's crazy hard. And then when I got done with that, I went and did something that was the most emotional and spiritually difficult thing I'd ever done in my life with, with the ayahuasca ceremony. Um, but it was great. It was great, and it, it tapped into pieces of my psyche that I had forgotten about. You know, when the the thing that stuck with me the most was that I heard a lullaby that my mom used to sing to me when I was a kid. Shit. And I hadn't heard that lullaby in over forty years, but I heard it. And at the time, my dad was my dad was um, had already been diagnosed with with stage four lung cancer so she had been dealing with my dad's cancer and that pretty much told me that it was time for me to go back and take care of my mom. you know she took care of you when you were young it's time for you to take care of her so that's 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 what i got out of that and yeah. that was worth every bit it is. of the journey and a lot of people you know they hear the emotion behind it and i feel that you know a lot of people probably think wow i don't want to go through that but technically you do, you do need to go through that. You need to go through that to get through it. And I think that's where the emotional blockage is of uh, Daniel Alexa, what he was, he was talking about, you know, those are the things that we need to revisit. And if you're not doing it with a hypnotherapist and you do it with, you know, um, psychedelics, it's yeah. Or Sean or whatever. It's the, it's kind of the same thing. Um, you're, you're, you have to deal with it. You have to get through it. And it does make you stronger and wiser um, for the most part. As long as you don't repeat the problems that you're doing, and yeah. you're doing the right thing. Sometimes you need, I mean, the medicine is, the medicine's not a cure-all, end-all problem. It's on a one-time situation, you know. Lots of people that take ayahuasca medicine do it many many years and worked through many many problems so you know and i think the psilocybin is the same way if you use psilocybin as a teacher it's going to teach you it's going to teach you what you need to receive at the time that you are are sharing energy sharing consciousness with the planet any other questions any other questions let's see if anybody's awake i know it's early guys these guys woke me up at five in the morning. Um, hey, at least I got the coffee started. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a wild, wild night that ended early, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> early for you. <laughs> um, if we don't have any questions, let's talk about what we're getting into next week. Um, we do have Siren of the Temple of Lightning, the Order of Lightning. Um, She's going to be talking about, uh, we're going to have the conversation on the real society and um, women, women orders, women in, in the occult, women in magic. Nazi occultism. Nazi occultism. 
not that they're associated with women in magic or anything. Right. It's just part of the real comp, uh, topic. Uh, so we're we're looking to have some some fun there with that because that's that that topic can can go on for hours. Um, so we're going to cover that with Siren. Uh, I think her website's uh, TempleOfLightning.com. We'll get that information to you. Um, after that, I think in the next couple of weeks we have a big surprise coming up uh, for a very large event that we will be putting on uh, Keepers of the Word. So we would hope to get as many uh, people involved, other orders, whether it's Rosicrucians, OTO, other orders that want to come in and be a part of what we're about to do. Uh, we're going to have some information so that we can reach out to us and get it out there and have a good time. Uh, it's about education. It's about you know informing each other and unity on top of all of that. So other than that, I think we're we're done. I want to. Um, uh, I do want to say a quick thank you. Shout out to uh, Carl Hearn, the bearded builder. I got my Memento Mori bottle. I've already tried it. Uh, it's it's a great smell, and uh, the uh, the talisman will be set up on our uh, our regular location setting next week. So uh, just wanted to say my thanks there. Appreciate it, Carl. So alterego.com um, or ascendedmasters.com. 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 Bearded builders. No. And uh, go check him out for all his stuff. Uh, again, fraternal ties. They have some awesome stuff. Anybody else? We're forgetting that, that puts um, out stuff. Fossil Bluff. Love his stuff. If you ever check out his stuff, uh, Masonic City uh, for our pins. That's who, that's who did our pins. L.A. Fraternal, L.A. Fraternal, and uh, they're going to be. Are they going to be doing a new website coming? I think so. It's a possibility. It's, it's in the works. It might but be in the L.A. Works. Fraternal for all Masonic needs or fraternal needs, um, and that's. And it. What about our? Uh, what about our produce, producers and our producer sponsors? Our or? producer sponsor. Our producers at Indigo Beehive Creative. IndigoBeehiveCreative.com. Um, we sponsored by you know one world stage and screen uh performance g motorsports uh what else i think event pirates which is is coming soon and uh yeah that's that should be it unless you got something more <laughs> i'm good if there's good? Uh, if there's no more questions we got for All right. answering are we doing anything now. later live uh probably not okay all right all right see you next week yeah.